Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC has brought us new drama for the first time in five months. And we are so excited to bring you new analysis. I'm Erin Mardia. My name is Brennan Hare. I'm joined by Erin Mardia. It's great to have you back. Yeah, we are so thrilled. Like, this is, oh my goodness. It has been, like, you know how they showed at the beginning Claire counting down the days? Like, she's so sad in her quarantine. You know, that's kind of how we felt for, like, the summer. It was, like, winter. Since, like, desolate desert. Since mid March. Yeah. And now it's finally here, and we can see how it all goes down. Finally, and we can see the switch up. And uh, clearly, they must be saving the drama first for another day because today did not bring the drama. Okay, so I would say they. I think they really, really tried to hype this one way out of the gate by giving us. I think they like. Um, I think they really overdid the hype kind of like by showing us so many clips that we were like oh my gosh could all of this happen in one night is Claire only going to be there for one night you know when they could have just like they could have just let us ease into it you know knowing that there's going to be something big but not showering with us showering us with so much detail but like two points to that a they didn't really have a choice because America knew what happened even if right. you don't care about The Bachelor, you knew what happened. Mm-hmm. And B, we haven't had new content since March. So right. any, yeah. unless the entire Claire situation went down in one night, Bachelor Nation wasn't gonna be happy. Like they were gonna That's they were true. gonna be they weren't gonna be like, oh, this totally lived up to five months of hype. It can't. That's why they space out three seasons where you only have a two month break at most. Because yeah. they're just yeah. like, well, I mean, no one episode is worth five months of hype for nothing. No. So, okay. Really quick, Brendan. So what were your thoughts? What's your initial thoughts of Claire? Now that you see her in her official role as the bachelorette, because you've never watched Claire except for on the goat episode. She was fine. Like, yeah, I mean, I think I could have, it's really hard for me to invest in her knowing what's coming yeah because if they if i knew this was going to be just claire then i get into it or if i knew it wasn't my favorite contestant coming up in just a matter of weeks i'd be more into it yeah yeah i I mean we both talked about how much we both really love taisha love her so much the way if the rumors are true the way claire's season is going down it's kind of gross. So like, I'm just not, I'm not really for it. Mm-hmm. And we'll get in, we'll get into the possible hypocrisy of Claire later on in this, later on in the, in the recap. I, okay. So I was, I was surprised because I was thinking initially going into it, I was ready to be annoyed with Claire. I'm always annoyed with Claire. I'm always <laughs> like, Oh annoyed. gosh, she's so like, I'm super I'm super girl power feminist, but Claire's always like, I just always feel like she goes into every situation like, I know my own mind and blah, blah, blah. Even if, even if it's just like, hey, what kind of cookie do you like? You know, like, I just feel like she just overdoes it sometimes. She, she does um, give forced feminism vibes. Yeah. And it's, so, it's almost like um, one of those things where you're like, are you really that way? Because of how mm-hmm. loud you are about it. Like someone who, 
like like LeBron James. He doesn't have to tell mm-hmm. you how great he is at basketball. He shows you how great he is at basketball. Is. Yeah. So yeah. is Claire actually that strong and that feminist and that powerful? Or is she not? And that's why she has to scream it all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's a good that's a good point. And I think that speaks to my previous annoyance with her. And so I was always like, oh, Claire, 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 Claire. So I wasn't expecting, and I told you this right before we started rolling, but I caught myself liking her a bit more than what I anticipated. Um, I, I was like, maybe is she, I feel like she was a little bit more genuine um, than I anticipated. Oh my gosh, did you hear my lawn order text tone go off? I did not. <laughs> I hope you guys could hear it. Um, but yeah, I felt like she was a bit more genuine. And so by the end of it, I kind of was like, not team Claire necessarily, but I kind of was like, oh, I'm excited to see Claire find her true love. And then I was like, oh, wait, shake out of it. Wake up. She's not going to be here for long. And is Stop being invested. Love. Stop being invested. I know. I can't <laughs> help it though. I get, I get so hooked. I get so <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I was surprised at how much, um, I don't know, maybe it was her, just like her bright eyed way of approaching things and just the way that I know we'll get to talking about her meeting the guys and her meeting one particular guy that we've all heard about now. Um, but there was something whimsical about it that I liked. I, I believe in true love. I believe that it can just like hit you like a bolt of lightning. So when I saw her and her reaction, like I said, I don't want to like talk about it. We'll, we'll get to it. But when I saw that reaction, I was like, oh my gosh, is this real love or is this TV magic? And like, there's, like, like I said earlier, there's like, the, I already had so much cynicism about her going in mm-hmm. that it's kind of like how I got to the point with Jed and Hannah season where yeah. like, no matter yeah. what he does, even if it's, even if it's good or good television, I'm just like, you suck. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want you to be here. So you feel that way about Claire right now. You're like, you suck. You messed it up. I don't want you yeah, to be here. Like, I understand that she's a person that's looking for love, yeah. and I get that, and I support people finding love. But if you're going to do this show, do the show. Mm-hmm. And if the rumors are true that we've heard, then she didn't do the show. She did what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And as, yeah. as, as a watcher of the show, whenever things, including Blake's, including what Jed did, and what Blake did before Last Paradise, when you're messing with the basic integrity of the show, I'm not going to be happy with you mm-hmm. because I didn't come here. Like, like we talked about, we talked about the layout. I understand that these are people, but I also understand mm-hmm. that you signed a contract to obey by the rules of the show. So yeah. if you're not going to yeah. obey by the rules and don't do the show. Which, speaking of the rules of the show, though, were you taken aback a bit? That moment, that fun, like, it kind of threw me for a loop when she's talking to Blake. And when she says, you broke the rules. That's what I'm talking about, the, the, the hypocrisy of Claire. Yeah, like that, I was like, hey, but didn't you? 
And is that true? Or was that just thrown in there for us to be like, oh, what? You know, and, I, and I, I don't know what that moment was. I don't know what it was meant to be. I don't know if, if you, it was real. If you break it down, what she said was, you were the only guy to message me. Yeah. And that oh. may be the key. The proof may be in her word choice. I did not think about that. I, did I didn't not, think about it either until I, heard, until I heard Nick Vile talk about it. He said... He said that she said you were the only guy uh-huh. to message me. Yeah, and she was like, "If it, it's worth the risk," and what did she say? Um, like it's if you know, always take the risk, always. Yeah, and you're right. So, so you think that she, she messaged even Bill. if she messaged thirty guys? Mm-hmm. If Blake was the only one who messaged her, then her statement was still true. Yeah. Because the rumor is, the rumor is that she might she messaged Dale, right? Yes. Did she message anyone else? Unconfirmed. I mean, all of this Un- is unconfirmed. But like okay. the big rumor is that she messaged him. I think she probably picked out. If I'm her, I'm thinking I'm going to message like two or three guys that I think are the most attractive, and whose mm-hmm. whose social media best reflects what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I see someone. If I see someone's Instagram that they hike every weekend, yeah, I don't want any part of that. I don't <laughs> want to be outside. I don't want to hike. You're like, nope. But if I see that someone spends every weekend in a football game, I'm more likely to message that person and be like, mm-hmm. our values line up. So I'm more interested in getting to you, getting to know you before the process. Okay, so you think that she picked him out and was like, and that's the rumor. I knew the rumor was that she messaged you, but I didn't know if wasn't for, for sure if she had allegedly messaged other guys. I don't think we, I think we just assumed because of how quickly it went down okay. that that rumors are true. And I think we would feel the same way if she had been with Blake after day six. We'd be like, oh, well, yes. they must have messaged before a bunch. But also, oh she's kind of crazy. So she may have, she may truly have just fallen in love with him on site. But there was well okay we'll get to it we'll get to it let's let's jump okay. into, let's jump into these guys uh, any thoughts on the uh, on the intro on either the quarantine information or the quick intro for for the guys and Claire okay so the quarantine the quarantine Claire package which I hereby call her quarantine Claire um. Quarantine Claire, whether she meant to or not, when I was watching this, I thought it seemed like the first, the most first worldiest quarantine of all time. Like when I was watching that, I was like, y'all do know that we are in a global pandemic, which somebody did say global pandemic later on. But when she's like, you know, she's like, oh my gosh, it's day 22 of quarantine. And I'm just, you know, I'm I'm bored. It's just me and blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, she does have a mother with um, Alzheimer's and dementia. And they, do, but they, I feel like they mentioned that after making quarantine look so superficial. Well, that it was like. To, <laughs> I will defend Claire in this. You have to remember that she's a hairdresser. So hair. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's a hairstylist. Oh, that's right. Okay. So in California, the rules are so strict. She probably wasn't working either. Okay. So you were working from home. I, I was did forget at, she was a hairdresser. She, I was still at work. So we, for eight hours a day, had a thing we did. Mm-hmm. 
she was just doing nothing with no one and her dogs. That's true. Yeah, because like you said, like so, I'm I'll still give, working from her, home. I'll give her the so. benefit of the doubt there. It's probably sadder when you have nothing to do. Okay, look at you being all empathetic I'm and trying, everything. I'm trying. I'm trying not to dislike her. <laughs> but I was watching this. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but okay, that puts things into a little bit more perspective then. Um, but but was, once we got past that, hmm? it was still it was still too much. Yeah. So, but once we got past that, I was glad to see her her emotions show when she's in the car and she's going to go see her mom. She had made some treats for her, yeah. and I had forgotten. Did did they mention beforehand that her mom had Alzheimer's and dementia? I know no, when she when, was when she on Juan Pablo season, no her idea. dad was dying. Yeah, her dad her dad died before she went on Juan Pablo season. Okay, okay. And then I didn't know about her mom until they said until they said something on the show. On the show, yeah. Okay, so then I was just trying to make sure I hadn't missed anything. I think so. So I was glad to see that. That side of Claire, I was glad to see. And I, like, I do believe her. Um, she does seem like she has a lot of emotions. You know, she does seem like she wears her heart. I don't want to say wears her heart on her sleeve because she doesn't seem vulnerable. But she seems very intense with her emotions. And so um, it was nice to see that side of Claire and to hear that um, and to see her emotionally react to things. Um so yeah, I and then the COVID testing. The COVID testing I thought was hilarious when she's like, "Oh my goodness, you know I have to take this COVID test, and if I if I have COVID, then it's just going to shut down, and I'm just going to lose my opportunity to be the bachelor," which is true. But then when Chris Harrison knocks on her door and is like, "Got the results of your test," I'm like, "He wouldn't be there if you were COVID positive." <laughs> no, they would they would have sent one of those people in the uh, in the nursing card. By the uh-huh. thing, like knock on your door and leave a note. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost wish they had for drama, like maybe like so that we could watch it and be like, wait, was her first test positive? You know, something. <laughs> could, could you imagine something crazy? But I was like, okay, he's not going to be at your front door if you have COVID. He's like, surprise, me too. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine Chris getting the news that her first test is positive, and he's just sitting in the office like, oh, for Frank's sake, can we just start right. the season? The way that 2020 is going and was going then, it wouldn't be, it. I feel like it, it wouldn't be surprising for that to have happened. I was half expecting one of the men to test positive and have to go home. I really was. Maybe they did. They just didn't care enough to tell us. They could have edited it out, but I was half expecting at least one or two of them to have tested positive. And then Claire being like, oh my goodness, this is my season. What, what if Dale tested positive? Would she just quit to her? Would she just quit her own season? Could you imagine if you talk to this guy for two months before your season starts, and then he gets there and he tests positive, and you have to go through this whole season as a charade because you that, only uh, wanted him? That would that would be insane. That would be crazy. But for the in the name of true love, though, if she had just been like, "Peace out, guys, bye," yeah. and just like blown the whole thing out of the water, I don't know. I mean, she did yeah. it anyway. She would just done it early. Yeah, but what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts about the pre-package, pre-show package? Uh, it was it was fine. I mean, there wasn't anything other than I think about her mom. There wasn't anything revealing. Like we all knew that mm-hmm. they were gonna have 
that she that we were all bored and then that she was going to have to quarantine when she got there and everyone's going to have to be tested and, and I mean yeah from me watching I'm just like nothing you know nothing eventually nothing new I didn't even take notes because there wasn't anything noteworthy of that section yeah my, no my not notes just start with the intros so but yeah so okay so that is the quarantine covid19 package when then we get to really know some of the guys and see their personalities and their reactions jumping on beds hanging out by themselves playing chess by themselves which i was impressed by yeah i can't yeah. play chess with anybody else let alone by myself I just love, um, I don't remember who it was, but when he was like, uh, I'm a grown man. And he's like, you're lying if you ha- say you haven't done this. And he's jumping in his bed. And then you see other guys jumping on their beds. Yeah. 100%. I would totally jump on my bed. Yeah. For sure. I do it on, I do, I would do it in a hotel if I was on the bottom floor. Yeah, definitely. You can't, you can't, you can't on any other floor, but you can on the bottom floor. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Unless but... you just go under your room and knock on the door. And if no one answers, then. But I'm not sure if that's worth it. I was going to say, you're, again, you've proven to be much more thoughtful than me in this episode because I'm like, I would just jump on on the bed. I wouldn't think about who's beneath me. I always worry about people think about what people think about me. So I think that's, that could be a problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so we get to know the guys a little bit. We see them in their quarantine um, waiting. So not patiently to no, meet Claire, not at all. you know, there, um, I, I took an immediate notice to Blake who also got a bit of a, got a bit of a time to shine in later on in the episode. Blake is an early favorite of mine. When I saw him in quarantine, I was like, he's cute. Um, I like him. I don't remember which Blake it is. But Blake is also a big Alea favorite. Uh, okay, so the Blake I'm talking talking about is Blake Mo- Blake Moines. Blake Moines. I don't remember which yeah. one is hers. Blake M. There's two Blakes. Both of them are cute. And they're both Blake-, Blake Blake M, which is confusing in and of itself. Yeah, but Blake M is pretty. He's cute to me, and I was about that. <laughs> yes, Alea is also a. a also very much enjoys Blake Moines. He's an he works as like an animal conservationist or something. Yeah, yeah, wildlife conservationist. Yes. Yeah. So uh you may have to join Alea in the uh to be an official stand of Blake. I will. <laughs> Cause he's very cute. I like him. Yeah, he's a good so, guy. Yeah. He's There's cute. pictures on his Instagram of um, him uh, massaging his dog's foot, of him holding a hawk and feeding it on Instagram. I'm assuming it was on her. She posted them on her Twitter. But okay. I'm assuming they were probably on her Instagram. On okay. his Instagram. I'll have to check that out. Um, oh, yes, I did find his Instagram just now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think one thing that really did stand out to me, too, and Claire said it later on, is that this is a pretty diverse cast, too. Yeah. It's a, I, th- I feel like this is probably the most. I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure, but to me at least, it looked like it was the most diverse uh, cast of men I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I thought so too. Definitely, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think. Yeah. Uh, and then it was also not only in like race, but also like age. 
Yeah. Like, I think the oldest, I think the youngest one was, like, early to mid-20s, and the oldest one was 40s. Oh, there was a guy in his 40s? I don't know. I think there was that. a guy that was 40. Exactly. Yeah. I saw a 39-year-old guy. I saw 31. I think I saw 26. Um, but, yeah, that's a good point. So, a lot of guys, a lot of different kind of guys, a lot of different ages of guys. Um, yeah. So, I... I'm excited about it though. When every time another guy would get out of the limo, I'd be like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> this uh, is the melting pot of the Bachelorette." According to a Instagram called Bachelor Data, Claire has the third most diverse proje- third most diverse cast. Really, most being Matt with twenty three non-white people. Oh, Matt, the ba- oh Matt the Bachelor. James. Okay. Which is, I mean, this was, that was the most post-diversity campaign. So that makes sense that they would make a jump. And then Rachel had 14 non-white, and then Claire has 13 non-white. Okay, so it goes Matt, Rachel, and then Claire? Yes. And then the most white was Hannah B's at only eight non-white people. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, I was thrilled to see the level of diversity and she seems to be into into all of them, so that was exciting. Yes. Uh, well, not into all of them, but um, and I mean, if things go the way that they look like they will be going, we'll have our first. Um, well, no, not really first because I was going to say Rachel, who's um, interracial. So never mind. <laughs> well, the first uh, color winner of color. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so either way, it would be historic. Yes. But it's just not going to go down the way that we normally, we're yeah. not, that we're used to. Because it's not like the, well, I don't know. I, I just wonder how they're going to play this. I really do. Yeah. Are they just going to be like, spin around the living room? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Have Neil Lane show up and give rings out. I don't know. <laughs> Is there any guys, you talked about, you talked about uh, Blake Moynes. Any mm-hmm. other guys that stuck out to you? Because I am a huge fan of Easy so far. He he's really great. He had the salmon jacket, right? He had the full salmon. I was excited to see the salmon. The, he did a full salmon. He, did, he went full salmon. I was glad to see. Um, I think I saw on Instagram or something, but they were like the salmon jacket is back. I like the way he busted through um, the banner, and I do really like the way that he talked to Claire about. So what do you do, you know, to get back to the center of who you are? You know, that conversation yeah. seemed like it it flowed so easy. <laughs> see, see what I did there? <laughs> but um, it seemed like it flowed so easy. And then when he was telling her about his family and everything, he just seems like a really good conversationalist. I think I easy, did really like him. Easy gave me, uh, shoot, who am I thinking of? Dustin Vibes. Oh yeah. In terms of I could see that fun personality, funny, and kind of like becomes this season's narrator. Mm-hmm. In terms of in, in the sense of like he'll stick around as long as Claire or Tasha like him. Yeah. Because he's good for the show. Yeah. And I don't um, know if you saw this, but he is a sports marketer. He works. He does sports marketing for an agency. I just realized. To double back for a second, that both Blakes are Blake Ms. Did yeah. you say that? Yeah, 
Blake Monet, Monar or something, and Blake Moines, which is why they gave last names. Oh, wow. Because when she said Blake Moines, I thought she was just being really thoughtful. (laughs) I did not realize that the... I I was like, oh, she said his last name. I did not realize that both of them were They're both Blake M.O. Unbelievable. What is this? Um, So, thoughts on other guys. Um, AJ... Software salesman. <laughs> okay, way AJ, to way to be dude. a self freaking fulfilling prophecy. Like <laughs> he's like my friends say, I make terrible first impressions, and she's like her reaction. What? <laughs> and then he crushes. He proceeds to crush her hands, and then comment on her eye color, but not whether or not he likes that. Just as a general comment. Just like, oh, your eyes are green. Bye. She goes, is that okay? She goes, he goes, 10% of people have green eyes. And he just walks away. But the fact that he did not hear her, like, literally yell, ow, as he's holding her hands, though. <laughs> like, poor Claire. <laughs> like, she literally yelled, ow, and doubled over. And he was still like, okay. Wow. Like, so that was, like, that was the rose for first impression. He would have been my first impression rose. But for the worst first impression, <laughs> I would have literally just been like, hey, bro, I'm going to give this to you. And don't worry, other guys, because, you know, this rose isn't insulting, but I'm going to give this to you just because you are a terrible first impression. Would you like, I don't know what made me think of this, but I guess maybe talk about how terrible he was. Would you want some Nick Vile tea? Yes. He said that he had a an acquaintance that was going to be on that had applied for the show uh-huh. and he texted producers and like, Hey, this guy, sh- this guy I think would be really good. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was a nice guy, cool guy, handsome. And then is it him? No, it, it was, uh, it was, oh. Rob, it was Robbie. Which one is Robbie? Uh, he, he only made his, the only impression he made was when she, the only screen time he made was, being was introducing himself at the limo at the uh, intros. Oh, uh, okay. But apparently, he made a joke about the other guys and like how crappy the choices were. And apparently, she got super defensive and wanted him. Wait, Nick did? No, no, his, Robbie did when he got out of the oh, limo. Okay. He his his intro thing was he made a joke, and he like apparently according to Nick's friends in production. Everyone thought it was really funny, but apparently it was too, like, apparently she thought it was mean to the other guys, Yeah, and she didn't like it, so that's why she said, come home. Wow. That is fantastic. Basically, she just didn't like the jokes. She goes, you're just a bad, basically, she said, like, you're a bad person and sent him home. Dang. I wish they had played the joke. Unfortunately, I think we'll never see that joke. I don't really like in his, um, in his headshot. He's wearing like a floral Hawaiian esque shirt. He's from Florida. No wonder he got sent home. I'd be like, you know what? I saw that shirt that you wore in your headshot. Don't even get out of the limo. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, yeah, that apparently just went poorly for him. But you know, wow. what are you gonna do? I think another um, another one that caught my eye. And I don't know how I feel about him catching my eye. Is Bennett? 
the 36-year-old wealth management consultant. With the Rolls Royce and the classical With music. The, and the, the Rolls Royce, the white scarf, the, um, he's the one who went to Harvard, right? Yes. So when he struts in, and um, I think it was, was it easy? Someone said, like, this guy has his James Bond vibes, like, that's hard to beat. Somebody was like, where did he get his own car? <laughs> <laughs> like what he didn't even he didn't even ride with them like he got his own car so i'm like okay he runs the risk of being too bougie though uh, he does run the risk but he did it in such a suave way in and, such a confident way that i was kind of here for it and also fun note he was in a three-piece suit and i heard it was 110 degrees oh my that gosh. day so how was he not I sweat in 110 degrees in like shorts and like a thin t-shirt and like a thin no sleeve shirt. Like I couldn't have done, I couldn't have done a uh, a suit. But other than that, there was no guys that uh that really that really suck out. There was a few guys that were uh that were like it was funny or whatever, but it wasn't uh-huh. nothing worth commenting on. Can we just like talk about the irony in which you said um, about it being hot in his uh, in his bio? It says the first thing is humidity at any level is a deal deal breaker for Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> so think... he was like near death, probably like, but just like I'm just gonna go with it and be cool. I think, but I think it's the desert, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. So I think humi- so it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. So I think maybe Bennett's okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking over some of the other guys just to see do we just want to talk if about I remember Dale, any of them. Do we just want to talk about Dale then, real quick? Yes, let's talk about Dale. Okay, that reaction that you just got gave, ladies and gentlemen, you can't see Brennan, but I can. And he just threw his head back and rolled his eyes so hard. Okay. <laughs> because he does there, look- was, there was a clear and present level of comfort between mm-hmm. the two of them that was not expressed in any of the other intros. Okay, yes. Because she said, come on over here, and he said, I'm coming. And they're just basically like, and they were really stressing it how long they've waited for this. Yeah, yeah. So you think, like, so you immediately were like, I'm not buying this. No. There was, like, every intro I've ever seen of every season, Uh there was either laughter or applause, or just hi, and hi, and smiles as they walk up. Yeah. And then even all the other 30, Claire's not like, come on over here, as he gets out of the car. Yeah, you're right. Like there was, I didn't really think about that. It's different. I think, to me, when I saw him, he's a former pro football wide receiver. Um, He looks he looks like the kind of guy that you're supposed to be like, he's perfect, you know? know, So even seeing him, I was like, okay, he's a little too perfect. Do you remember a few years ago, there was a guy that was in the news a lot for being like the hot felon. Like he was a guy who would came. Oh yeah. He looks like hot felon. (gasps) He kind of does. Cause he's got those like green eyes or not green, but hazel eyes. And he's like a, like with, but with more hair. 
And yeah, then, yeah, he has more hair. He's, I mean, he's cute though. He's I mean, yeah, cute. No, he's attractive he looks for sure. Perfect. He looks all like what is the what's the word? Um, like he just looks like the all American perfect guy, you know, yeah. like where he's like sm- nice, like nice smile, nice teeth, perfect eyes, perfect body, you know. And then he's like, I'm charming. Like he just looks like he, if you put him in a cape, he would be a superhero yes. to me. <laughs> him or Bennett. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I just think, I think to me, when I saw him, I was like, okay, he's a little too perfect. But Claire was so starry eyed. I want to believe it though. I'm like, now I'm like, now I'm like totally, I'm not totally like swept off my feet into this because I know the reports, but I want to believe that there's like some level of whoa. Like about them, and then Chris. Mm-hmm. Okay. He he was even confused. Yeah. He was like, "What? He, what just happened?" Because she literally, yeah, she literally, she chatted with him for a bit. He walks away, and then she's like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I think I just met my husband." You know, and like. Well, she said that twice. She said that before he walked up, and after he walked away. Did she? Because that's why he walked up. I thought up. she said she said that before he walked up. As he, I as need to go Dale back was, and watch As that. Dale was walking into the house, she said it, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Chris walked up. Because he was yeah, like, cause I, I've I never heard, heard when someone, he said cause, it. Because he said, "I've never heard someone say that they just met their 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 spouse." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. Like but, on night one, limo entrance, that's the winner already. Mm-hmm. And she like she was like I knew it I knew it like as he was walking away she was like I knew it because she did say that she would know when she met her husband she felt like she would know um so and I thought it was funny I don't remember at what point she says it maybe it was to Chris but she was like I'm I'm 39 years old like I know what I want All right and he's like there's more guys to come though. You know, which is, which, I mean, what do you, what do you do? What do you do after that? And if Claire's season had lasted an entire season and she doesn't end up with Dale, how insulting would it have been to go a full season though and meet, like, and get to know these guys and end up with someone else? And then that guy watched this and say, yeah, but you met Dale and you said, that's him. Yeah. And so. like, that's the problem. Unless. That's the problem with doing this the way that she did this. Mm-hmm. That she was so convinced that she was going to find her person there. Then she was going to find her person. Like, she was going to find a person that she convinces her person. And if she doesn't talk to everybody, there could be... Maybe Blake Moynes is her guy. Yeah. But she's gone on, gone in obsessed with Dale. And she misses on Blake, who was her I guy. I hope that Blake Moynes is Tasha's guy. I like that. I like that. I knew it! It's so cute. I'm here for it. You heard it here first, guys. That's my prediction. Blake is Tasha's guy. I like it. I would. I would be very happy with that. Yeah. Or with easy. Ooh, yeah. He's cute. I I, I really like easy. Yeah. Is he going to be your Mike? Your Mike Johnson. It. It's hard to be. A. It's hard to find a Mike in general. But B, I can't, unless they're going to take someone from this season to be the next Bachelor after Matt. Mm 
Yeah. Then it's hard. Because Mike was your dude. Like you, you, like you, man, crush on Mike hard. Mike was awesome, man. (laughs) It's hard to beat Mike. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. But I'm. I. Oh, I just want to get past this now. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too invested. (laughs) But I will. I know myself. I will get so invested. I'll get so wrapped up in this. Which, you know, that's why we have this freaking podcast. Yes. Um, any any thoughts between the start of the conversations and uh, Tyler and Yosef? Okay. So, Yosef, like, Yosef was one who I did think was cute originally. And I'm glad he stuck around. But, okay. I, I thought this was weird. I did think this is weird. Because Tyler... Is like I've got some information on Yosef that I can use, or I can, I may have to to tell about um, later. Cut to him. Literally, his later is thirty seconds after he got up that camera to do his behind the scenes thing. He's telling the guys, "You can't just say I've got, I know some information about this guy, but not tell them." Yeah. So it was just so. I don't know. I didn't really dig the way it was. The way it was set up, I don't know what his mentality was. He's like, there's a girl from my town that goes to school there. And she sent me this. And it's like, this guy is sending messages, basically. But I'm like, okay. But, like, also, if you're Yosef, if you did it, just say, yeah, I did it. I didn't even know if we were going to have this show. Yeah, it was totally valid. Like, I honestly was not mad at him for it. No, and because you, (laughs) was ABC expecting him to sit in his home for five months and not interact with any women? Right, And Claire can't expect that either. And he's, like, he's a single guy. So it's kind of like, okay, this thing has got shut down. Like, you know, he could, like, go find somebody else in the middle of quarantine and be like, hey, deuces, I actually found somebody. Right, and he... He could just as easily get recast. Mm-hmm. So he could go, like, imagine this scenario where he goes five months being good. And let's say ABC did ask him to do that, which I know they didn't. Mm-hmm. And he goes to five months. He doesn't talk to any women. He doesn't make any connections. And then he either gets recast or he gets told at La Quinta that he has COVID. Yeah. And he's sent home anyway. Yeah. Well, the so either five, way, it would have been fine. That's five months that he could have met the love of his life, and ABC asked him not to. Mm-hmm. So when he just say, "Yeah, I didn't know if we we're gonna do this show." When I left my house, I was free and single, and I am here to be with you now. Yeah, and right because it's not like he, it's not like he's cheating on her. It's not like he was trying to message people um, during the show. I mean, he acted unnecessarily suspect. Yeah. I think that he, you know, I just love that he was like, I don't remember that happening. (laughs) I don't remember, you know, and like, I guess Tyler C was trying to say that he sent out like a blast, like a (laughs) good morning, beautiful to like 85 girls. (laughs) He did say it sounded like it was a mass message. Yeah, which I thought was really funny. Because then I was like, how do you know it's a math message? Did you know 
any other girl besides a girl in your small town that got this message? I think his thought process was what well, seemed generic and not specific. So it must have been sent to 80 other girls. It like the whole thing though, like and then I love when he called him Minnie McConaughey. He was like <laughs> Minnie McConaughey is trying to start. He was Minnie McConaughey though. <laughs> Minnie McConaughey. In his station um, wagon. It was too early though. It was too early to deploy mm-hmm. that kind of thing on night freaking one. And you have to make sure that you are like at that point in, at night one, it's which does she think is more attractive? She's only gonna keep right. one of you. Right, so and so don't, I don't if understand. Not, if you're not certain that she finds you more attractive than she finds the other guy, and a he said, he said, she's going to send home the person that she doesn't like as much. Mm-hmm. And, that's and I just don't understand why he decided to use that right away, just like, I know something about Yosef that nobody else knows, you know, and then be like, oh, okay, I'm going to break this news to the guys. And then take him aside. Like, you didn't even get to know him. No. You know, you didn't even, he's just like, I, I know, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to defend yourself. But yeah, I totally agree with, like, your logic, though. It's not like he was ruining, he, was, he wasn't ruining the season. He wasn't wronging anyone if it was true. Right. Like, let the guy live. He's there now. I mean, there's people every season who break up with their significant other the week if not the day before they leave to be on the show (laughs) Jed I mean the same rumors came out about Peter where that's true yeah in the week or two before the show he dumped someone to be on Hannah's season yeah so like it happens all the time clearly it's not that the only problem really becomes is when you have someone on the season Mm-hmm. And she asked when she was like, "Do you have a girlfriend?" And he's like, "No, I don't have a girlfriend." She's like, "Do you have somebody who thinks they're your girlfriend?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. And he's like, "No." She's like, "Okay." Like I feel like Claire was like, "All right, on to the next people now." Like, glad to yeah, glad to see that this wasted worth my time. Anything and Tyler, I don't know what Tyler expected. I think Tyler expected to tell him, tell Claire her his flimsy story. Mm-hmm. With no proof, and then her to be like, oh, "Yosef, you are so yeah. terrible. I need you to leave immediately." And Tyler, see here is a first impression roach for guarding my heart. Like, right, bro, come but on. that wasn't even. It was it honestly was the flimsiest story I think I've heard in Bachelorette history. Yeah, like I was like, "What?" It's the kind of thing you let build at least. You wait a couple of weeks. You see if the guy's shady. And then if he is shady, then you're like, hey, all right, listen. So I wanted to see if there's validity validity to the story and to, you know, see who he is. Because if she questioned, why didn't you tell me? He'd say, you could say, like, I wanted to give the guy a chance, you know. But night one, Tyler C., night one. Because we didn't need another Tyler C. in Bachelor history anyway. Do you know the game? You know the new video game Among Us? No. Basically, it's this game where there's 10 people and there's two imposters. And the two imposters are trying to kill the crew and sabotage the spaceship. And if they kill everyone or if they sabotage the ship, then they win. What? So, and it's, 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 a, uh, it's a lying game. It's kind of like, uh, 
it's BS where you're trying where the imposters are trying to convince everyone else that they're not the imposters and that someone else is. I like it. So it's it's a fun game, but like so someone tweeted last night and it said when there's another Tyler C in Bachelor <laughs> Nation and in the video of someone <laughs> saying an imposter. That's hilarious. <laughs> so I like, like it. I'm just like, yeah, that's true though. <laughs> Oh gosh, but so Tyler C. Tyler C. got the boot at the end. Yosef got his rose because one, Yosef's cute. Two, Yosef has Yosef has a daughter, so <laughs> he has a kid. Obviously, it's going to be like well, points to the guy with a kid too. <laughs> so well, like also, everyone who comes on that show with a daughter, with a child of any kind, thinks that that is their ticket to the final four. For real, though, which is so interesting because I feel like, like back in the day or something, they could have been like, oh, gosh, I didn't know how you'd feel if I had a kid. But now guys are like, yeah, I got like three. Whatever. <laughs> three from two different women. Right. And I don't pay either of them. Want to date me now? <laughs> so, so Claire's night, though, it's off to a start. You know, she's meeting guys. She's feeling good in her dress. You know, she's she's owning her time. She's getting to know these guys. Then this story comes up and the guys are pissed in the mansion because they're like, I never got to talk to her. And now this drama, which also I would be mad about because when they ask about it and he's like, it's nothing really important. Then he's like, well, now I'm pissed off because you wasted time on something that wasn't important. Apparently Nick said that she didn't talk to 10 guys. I knew there was a lot. And she did when she said, I'm sorry, I didn't get to talk to guys, but. 10 guys. Nick said a 10 of the 30 did not get talked to. Oh my gosh. That's a bad start. Well, if you think about it, like it was daytime during that Mm -hmm. rose ceremony. So it wasn't like she didn't have time. Yeah. Claire, once again, Claire showing that she's doing what she wants to do. If she's not interested, then she's not going to waste her time talking to you. Like, she's not yeah. going to pretend that she's interested to talk to you for 10 minutes if she's not going to keep you. Man, there was another guy that stood out to me. Um, I have to find his name. Because well, I, have, I have all the names. I think. Back. I have two question marks where I didn't get the name. Oh, gosh. I just scrolled through. I should have been more prepared. Um, He was funny. And he, maybe it was the guy with the pregnant, the, the pregnant belly. Uh, that was Jason. Jason was pregnant. Okay, was he the one that talked to her later on and he was making her laugh and he was saying that he would like live outside, he would live in a cabin in the woods? I don't remember this. Oh, because there was a guy who talked about he would, uh, he mentioned my cousin Vinny and she was like, I've never seen it. And so then he I was do shocked. Remember that now. I don't remember who it was. Oh, gosh, because that guy, if it is Jason and you guys, Comment on our social media posts. Tell me. I'm calling out now. Tell me, you guys. Was that Jason? If you, if it's not Jason, tell me his name in the comments below on any of the posts. Because I really liked that guy. I thought that he was so funny. He was like, well, you're going to have fun with me because I'm going to make you laugh. And, like, he told me that he loved that she, when she was little, she played outside and she played in the dirt and everything. Um, but he was so charming to me. I feel like... Cinderella, only he's Cinderella, and I didn't get the name, you know, and he dropped his, <laughs> his shoe, and I'm like, what was his name, though? <laughs> and he may live in Oregon. Right. 
don't know, but he was so funny. And he may be engaged um, to Tasha right now. What? And he may be engaged to Tasha right now. He might be, but if he wasn't, <laughs> and if he isn't, then everyone, listeners, tell me his name below. Because <laughs> he was so funny, as if I can't just rewind it on Hulu. <laughs> right, that seems like a lot easier. Um, but I really liked him, though. He was so funny and charming. I So I think for me, it's too early to have top favorites. But I think if I were to pick three, if I were to pick three favorites, one, Blake, two, possibly Jason. Don't know for sure. Um, whoever my cousin Benny guy is. <laughs> right, whoever he is. Um, and then, oh, gosh, who would my third slot go to? Hmm. Dale doesn't have one yet. I but like I did like Dale though. I don't want to give him that third space because I'm like it's so obvious. Well, then that's the reason you give it to him. Well, I would, I'm not. I'm not picking. Like I'm not predicting. Oh, these are just people that you like. These are just my favorites. Yeah, if okay. I'm predicting, then I'm I'm betting money on Dale. No, I'm not losing. I'm not losing any money on this season. Like if people out there, if you bet, then you bet you are risky. You're risky business. Um, my favorites, easy. Obviously, we talked about him. I really like Blake too, and just by the sheer level of awkward, I'm giving my third spot to AJ. Stop! I can't. Even if I never see that man again, he was so awkward, and it made I me. I cannot happy. with him. Cannot handle what happened. Um. Oh, there was a guy that got out of the limo and said that he was here to save her life, her love life. I don't remember who that was, but he was that, that was, was funny to me. That was Ivan, the doctor. No, no was it wasn't. It? Oh, wait, Joe. Joe. Joe's the doctor. Yes. He, fun fact, I learned on another podcast that he was once voted one of the top 10 most eligible doctors in New York City. Really? Yes. He's an anesthesiologist, and if you know anything about anesthesiologists, they make bang. Oh, I do see this. Yeah, it's in his bio. Um, oh, and he was a COVID nineteen survivor. Because he because he works. He's a he's a doctor in New York. <laughs> yeah, so he's you just have to an accomplished that the anesthesiologist. Yeah, he's an accomplished anesthesiologist and COVID nineteen survivor. And it says he is done wasting time. After seeing more tragedy this year than throughout his entire career, Joe is 100% ready to settle down and find someone to build a family with. Yeah, okay. So I might go with Joe in my third spot just because when he was like, I'm here to save your life, your love life. Did you see that he also made the origami? (gasps) That was. He made a bunch of origami animals, and he the, like, during quarantine, and he brought them to, he brought them over that night. Okay, so then there, you, there you have it. Those are my top three, my favorites. Not prediction, so don't try to loop me into betting anything because it's not gonna happen. But I've got Blake, I've got possibly Jason, if <laughs> that's what his name is, question mark, and uh, Joe. Those right. are my top three. I'm digging those guys. We're going. So, we're sticking with Easy. We're sticking with Blake, and I guess I'll probably not keep AJ. <laughs> keep... But remember, you're not predicting. You're just saying who your favorite is. Yeah, but he can't be my favorite if I saw him thirty seconds. 
Let's go. Who knows? Let's go. Be like Claire and be like, that's my husband. Let's go with Brendan. Which one was that? Uh, kind of looked like a a sad Luke S. Who looks sad Luke S. Let me let me find this guy real quick. I love how I honestly like. I didn't even. We didn't even do our typical show of going through the guys. No, we didn't. You're right. I just realized that today. <laughs> just like we didn't even talk about them beforehand. No. Um, I can't find Brendan. Uh, it looks like in the previews, he's the one that calls Claire old. <gasps> oh, when he's like the oldest, I expected more from the oldest bachelorette. <laughs> through the show which I thought was just just a great salty line oh so salty you know he went home you know that bro went home I think, you can't you can't expect to stay after saying something like that well it may have been when everything went down where she's basically just quitting the show maybe so maybe she's maybe, oh maybe so maybe he stuck around but she was like I'm out yeah so he may be sticking around for Tasha. I just wonder how all of this is going to go down, though. Because, like, if, and I know people, there have been questions surrounding this, but do they keep the guys, all the guys that Claire had when she leaves, and then is it like a shortened season for Tasha? She just get what's left over? Or does she get several guys added to the bunch? I think what happens... Is they keep all the guys that are there, mm-hmm. and then they let her pick. They like look at the guys that they've already sent home, and the guys they have on a waiting list, and be like, "Would you like any of these guys to return?" Okay, because okay, that could go, be that could be a thing. And she's gonna have to go and quarantine and get tested anyway, so mm-hmm. she's gonna have to do that. Then all they can do is wait one more day. And get these guys either back or there for the first time and be like, okay, well, he, him, 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 and him are cute. Mm -hmm. So I'd like them to either come for the first time or come back. What if they bring AJ back? What if my boy AJ comes back? (laughs) What if she's like, you know, she makes some questionable choices. I love me some John Paul Jones, but she, she is a sucker for weird. (laughs) Chris is like, are you sure? That guy's really weird. She goes, he's cute. And Chris goes, but he almost broke Claire's hands. <laughs> I don't the think you would. that she was like, ow! <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't even punch. He didn't even acknowledge it. He was just like, your eyes are green. Did I? <laughs> he blacked out. You know, oh, he, my God. He just blacked God. out and just rambling. Tasha does like weird, so it is a good chance that your boy AJ can come back. Okay, so we they put down the first impression, Rose. Obviously, Dale gets it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew. I'm just like, okay, for sure, this whole season is a sham. She's a sham. He's a sham. Everything's a sham. I felt bad for Blake because he kissed her. He was the first one to kiss her. And that was a good kiss. That was a good TV kiss. Blake show thought he was getting that rose uh-huh There's because no... he was the first one the only one to reach out to her the only one that was willing to take a risk and the only one who kissed her it got it. and he was like here's a risk here's another risk and he went for it and she he kissed him back it. it wasn't and I was like, like he kissed her good. and she pulled back i was like okay 
But she's like, she kissed him back. Yeah. So he sure thought he had that in the bag. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't blame him because she kind of convinced him. And it was like, not, not really like, like she meant to convince him, but she gave him definite confidence to say, you're the only one that did this. Yeah. And that's a risk worth taking. Yep. So yeah, he walked back in. He was all starry eyed and everything. He was, he was ready to take that rose. I'm half surprised that he didn't just get up and thank her right then as Dale was walking away and being like, oh, oh, it's not me. Right. Uh, do you want to talk rose ceremony? Or is there anything yes. else? Is there anything else that you wanted to, to bring up? I think we basically covered everything for this. It was a simple first week. Yeah. And it, it was hard to keep track because everything was happening at once. Yeah. So I think it was a simple first week. I think we covered, I think we covered the main guys, and we've talked all about the possibilities because we honestly just don't know. Yeah, it's, this is the first time we walked into it really knowing. It's like knowing the end, but figuring out how we got there, and really knowing the middle of knowing the middle end. It's it's a it's a mystery. Maybe that's how I'll look at it. It's a mystery, and we just have to figure out how we get there. Yes, I, I think it's like knives out, but roses out. The roses out. <laughs> so we have roses for first rose. First given rose is to Blake Moynes. Mm-hmm. Then Easy, Ben, Riley, Zach, J, Tyler S, Joe, Demar, Chasen, other Blake, Blake Monar gets the a rose. Kenny, Brendan. <sighs> Garen, Ed, Bennett, Zach C, Jay, Brandon, Ivan, and Yosef all get roses. Mm-hmm. So we save the drama for the end. Yosef gets a rose. Tyler C gets sent home. Um, along with everyone else who wasn't brought up at all. She said, right. she said, bye, Chris. I don't know who Chris <laughs> is. Who was that? I don't, I think that was, that was actually, what's funny is that he was one of my question marks. I missed two people's really? names, and I have question marks where I lost them. Oh no! Wait, was that the landscape, the landscape designer, or landscape design salesman? He's cute, Chris from Utah. Oh, wah, wah. maybe Tasha will bring him back. Maybe. Resurrect that. <laughs> uh, previews look really good. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for how they're going to handle this. It seems like they're really going to let us on the inside. In terms of Chris's frustra- clear frustration with Claire. Clear confusion. He's like, you have blown the bachelor up. He's, he's, he, the bachelor says, up. he says, I don't, this doesn't end well for anybody, for you, for the guys, for the show. Uh, his clear confusion when he's talking to the guys, he's like, I don't, I've been doing this a long time and I've never seen this happen. I wonder, like, is somebody going to leave? You know? Is, is anybody going to say, hey, I'm over this. This well, is a waste. They said that they would send a message if uh, the 15 of us left. Somebody said that. Okay. Oh. So maybe there's 15 guys left when 15 plus Dale, when she blows up the season. Because there's also the whole thing about how they're like, she doesn't know who Dale really is. You know, so what's Dale going to do? What's Dale going to do that's like, that makes them so skeptical of it's, him? It's, it's probably the same crap that people said about everyone else who was winning. Hmm. They're different. Yeah, because they did the same thing with uh, Jordan and uh, JoJo. Yeah. 
I so. mean, to say someone's different off camera is, well, first of all, well, duh. But second mm-hmm. of all, as Rachel commented on her podcast, guys are different around guys and they're different around girls. Yeah. I'm not the same around Zoe as I am around around my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, Zoe doesn't, like, the jokes that I make around my friends are not jokes that I make around Zoe. Because she's like, that's gross. Don't make that joke. She doesn't think they're funny. If the boys think they're funny, then I'm going to say it. I think I make the same jokes around guys that I like and people that I don't. <laughs> well, I just thought about it. I was like, do I? I'm also still single. So <laughs> that could be it, too. <laughs> also, I've been making those jokes around Zoe, and she never thinks they're funny, so I stopped trying. <laughs> I, I give a joke. I give a type of joke a few times, and if, there, if it never hits. I'm just like, okay, well, then that just that joke just doesn't hit. It never hit. You just try it in different, different ways, different times of day. <laughs> if it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. You know, what are you supposed to do? Oh, man. So, yeah, well, there we have it. I think that's, I think we covered all of our bases for this one. It was a low-key 7.5 to me. Maybe not even 7.5. It was a low-key 7, I would rate it. 5 or 6. Yeah. The, the Tyler C. Yosef drama didn't do it for me. It, that didn't. Speaking of things not landing, that didn't that, land. That didn't hit. Nope. Like that, I was like, get this out of here. Get this out of here. And Tyler C., just, like, he, he just didn't know how to land it. He didn't know. He had something in his arsenal. You could have waited, dude. You could have waited. You could have made it bigger. You could have ended up on a freaking two-on-one. He, he shot too early. <laughs> he shot for sure too early. That would have been a two-on-one, Tyler C. and Yosef, but no. Like, to be fair, I don't think we make it the two-on-ones. Oh, gosh, no. No. We don't make it to two-on-ones. We will not make it to two-on-ones. This season is over next week. <laughs> <laughs> Just play this game with me. Tasha brings Tyler C. back for whatever godforsaken reason. She might. Maybe we get this coveted two-on-one that we want so badly. It's just Tasha. She might. She her type in men is unpredictable to me. Because Colton and John Paul Jones could not be more different. And I know with myself too, thinking about guys that I have liked, that I too am unpredictable. So I do not know. She's a wild card to me. She's a freaking wild card to me. I don't know. She could very well bring back Tyler C. All I'm saying is don't don't lose hope for the two on one. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you reminded me of this. <laughs> in walks Tyler C. It's going to be super dramatic. It's going to be like the most dramatic return yet. And people are going to be like, no one even cared about Tyler C. He pulls back up in his station wagon, does the same intro. It's like, I came here <laughs> with all my stuff, but there's enough room for a do- for some dogs and some kids. I'm just like, bro, you did that for Claire. Oh, my Write new gosh. Stuff. At least get a oh different car. Gosh. I am so excited. I'm just... I really am so excited to see how all of this shakes out, though. Yes. I really, and I'm so excited about the, the um, after the final rose. Do we get the after the final rose with both Claire and Tisha? They have to. And by the time we get to the after the final rose, is Claire going to be, like, married and pregnant? Like, <laughs> she's she's gonna like gonna surprised I've already had a baby. She's going to already have had the kid. Yeah. She's going to be three. She's... <laughs> The, the perfect mix of her and him, three years old, sitting on her lap, would be like. Baby has some cute kids, though. They have cute kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's what Zoe always says about 
interracial couples, how they're always going to have the cutest kids. They would have cute kids. But so we'll see. We will freaking see. But I, you told me not to get too invested. I'm too late. I'm invested. <laughs> I'm all in. Okay. So that was the, uh, the discussion of um, the first week. If you are a fan of the show and have not listened to our interview with Alea from that we released Tuesday, this past Tuesday morning, what are you doing letting it sit in your queue? It was amazing. Go listen to it. Right, definitely. And if you're here because you listened to our interview with Alea and you're like, dang, these guys are good at this, then welcome. We like to believe we are. (laughs) We believe that we're very good at this. We believe that we're the best Bachelor podcast not being paid. So, Wait, the best special podcast that uh, ABC has yet to hear of yet. Absolutely. But, but I keep tagging them in the Instagram post. They're going to hear of us. Keep tagging them. <laughs> keep tagging them. So, Chris Harrison, you and I, we're going to meet. You're going to meet Brennan and I. It's going to be great. And I'm totally not going to tell him that you hate on him every episode. I'll tell him. <laughs> and he'll be like, wow, this girl is so refreshingly honest. <laughs> but if you're here from the Elena interview... It's really great to have you back. Thanks so much for giving us another shot. Just listen, and I promise you, you'll like us. Or maybe you won't. Come back. And if you don't, if you like us next week. And if you don't, <laughs> give us a third try. Right. Just keep but doing it. You can follow. I don't us, know. <laughs> I don't know. You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons. And because Podcasting for the Right Reasons is too long on tiktok we have right underscore reasons underscore pod yes so we i know i will be posting brennan's uh latest first tiktok he tells me it's bad it's not good for that it's not good (laughs) so tune in at least just for that the the tiktok come for the table tiktok stay for the actually good podcast stay Stay for the tea. Stay for the tea. Come for the bed, TikTok. Stay for the tea. <laughs> tea that I stole from someone else's podcast. Mostly Nick and Juliet Littman at Bachelor Party. Oh my gosh. But, but but hey, I steal their thoughts, but I give them credit. And it's legit. Your sources are legit. Sources I really are legit and they're always, they're always cited. I need to listen to you, Nick Vile. I really do. You're always bragging on him all the time. Well, I mean... So. I don't really have any ill will towards him. You can't. You come in with ill will. I came in with ill will, but he has sort of changed my mind. Also, if Nick Vile finds his way to this uh, podcast in some way because you've bragged on him for so long, you should start tagging him in show notes. But <laughs> should. Like, congratulations on buying your new house, Nick Vile, because I also have been paying more attention to your Instagram lately. Yes. So <laughs> buying a house. Uh skating hey he's kept himself busy in quarantine sure Ro- learning how to roller skate <laughs> that i didn't know yeah, he, <laughs> he said yeah, the skating i was like he, okay he, he posts now he posts roller skating videos <laughs> one of my friends texted something about roller skating this morning i think like that's an omen or like a sign i need to am i supposed to roller skate maybe I think, no i think it's time to follow Nick vile and maybe I'll roller skate to find to following him. Okay, that works. But not like stalking. No. That sounded weird. No. 
Anyway. And I also have one more request of all of our new listeners. Yes. We have a 4.0 on Apple Podcasts. 3.0 I wish. 4.0 rating on Apple Podcasts. We have one sad person who gave us one star, which is sadly unacceptable. So I am not happy with a 4.0. I need all of our listeners, if you have not rated, reviewed, and subscribed, and I know you haven't, because we have five ratings and consistently 40 people listen to this episode. So I know there are a bunch of people listening who have never rated and reviewed. So go rate and review. So rate, review, subscribe. Absolutely. Go, go tell the rating system how awesome we are. I want to know. I want to know who that one person was. When you too. texted me about it, I was like, because oh, I love, I love, I love a bad comment. The yeah, the thing is, they left a rating but no review. If you're gonna give a one star, give a review. The shade, you know, it was somebody we both know. <laughs> you know, it was somebody. Look, somebody was like, "I'm just gonna plant the seed." Hundred percent, I would blame Mark. I would blame my brother Mark, but he shares my mother's, <laughs> my, my my parents' iTunes account. So they've already rated and reviewed. So it can't be him. So I think we're in the oh. clear. Because if it, if I if I couldn't have confidently ruled out my brother, I definitely would have thought it was him. <laughs> so it wasn't Mark. It wasn't Mark. So we've got another mystery on our hands. Who are you, one star reviewer? Show your face. Maybe it's show your comments. Maybe it's Beth. Maybe she's just trying to. She's tired of you recording podcasts in her house. The plot has thickened. She's probably a, like she's probably right now like she's like all right. You thought this was terrible. Okay, I'll give you another one. Sorry. <laughs> she's just creating. We'll know. She's just creating iTunes accounts to rip us a new one. We'll know um, tomorrow morning if we have another one star review that it was in fact my roommate. Please don't do that, Beth. We desperately, no. if anything, we need you to rate us five stars so that we can get out, so that so we can be big enough to move on. Girl, yeah. So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Ernie? Nope. That is it. That is it, Brennan. Well, we have uh, we have waited into week one. We are sitting here cautious. We are sitting here waiting anxiously for week two. We have six days to go, but it's okay. It's only six days, not five months. We've done five months, so we can do six days. It's true. It's true. It, like, if I have learned anything from quarantine, Claire, it's that it's here. It's, it's here. Real. It's, we don't have to wait anymore. That's right. So, six six yeah. more days. And then six days every day that we watch Claire brings us a, clo- a day closer to Tasha and Matt. What if there was, what if there was a twist, though? What if it wasn't Tasha? Tasha's this got that clickbait podcast now. Don't do this to me. What if it was? I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I just got shook by my own surprise. What if it wasn't? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I just did. I'm not putting that out there in the universe. It's Tasha. Well, it's, it's out there. You did it. You've done it now. But what if it's not? <laughs> I can't handle it. All right, All right. guys. Well, thank you for everything you just week. did to me. Bye, Ernie. Bye.